Hi, welcome to Matters of the Heart and Soul. I'm your host, Janie Charlotte. Matters of the Heart and Soul is a podcast to raise awareness and awaken humanity to all that is within. We want to be a beacon of light on your life journey. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. This is your girl, Janie. And what we have coming up is an episode talking about the barriers to self-love. Now, in our book, Capacity to Love and Awakening to Unconditional Love, we really go deep into what is love, the capacity to love, how to build your capacity, barriers to love, Um, awakening to divine love and just so many other things that you could do on a day in and day out to develop that divine love but in this episode we wanted to talk about one specific barrier to love or divine love is self-love or the lack of self-love and we all know that any lack is definitely an illusion but we wanted this podcast to be for those people who don't know where to start and it's so important that you do understand that your journey to self-love is an individual one and it's also found within you all right if you're gonna try to seek it on the outside of you nothing external is going to give it to you you have to get to the root of who you are and love that and love all the parts of yourself. So we go a little bit deeper um, about all that into this next episode. And if you are out there struggling with um, self-love and balancing that, uh, developing that and then balancing that also with with everything else that's going on around you, I think you're going to really find some good nuggets. So check it out and we'll see you guys on the other side. Hey guys, this is Janie Charlotte and Russell Bruce. Hello everybody out there. And welcome back to Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. Today, we are wanting to talk about the barrier of lack of self-love in awakening to unconditional divine love. And we really want to talk about this because it is one of the biggest, biggest barriers to understanding self-actualization and illumination and allowing the divine unconditional love to awaken within and it is our birthright it is our birthright to understand the divine unconditional love and so we want to really talk about that today because it all really do start with self-love you have to have that in place because you honestly can't even separate it uh, I really think it's somewhat of a of a illusion to think that self-love is separated from unconditional divine love. So we want to break it down. So Russell, tell me, how do you define self-love, first of all? Not unconditional divine love, which we believe is that creative energy, that third energy that would connect to people in the middle, right? But what is self-love for Russell? As a man, what is self-love for you? 
self-love to me would be how well I can master myself and place value on self. So, so basically like there's three facets that I always like to refer to. So there's the mind, body, soul aspect, right? So what's the mind? What's the mind? So the mind is the thought process because that's where everything begins, right? So, okay. What's the body? You know, the body is our physical vehicle or say our space suit that our soul resides in. And what's our soul? And the soul is that particular energy that we that we came into this physical existence with that has a recorded history from many other lives. Some people say heavenly heavenly realm. So it, it comes from different dimensions and, and and maybe even different planets, and it incarnates here into this physical reality to get soul lessons. So this particular life that we are living in is really is just a journey for the soul in the physical vehicle that we call our body is no more than just like a space suit that it resides in while it's going through this particular journey. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and, and back to the original question, it's like how much attention and how much work can I put into these three facets of life to further develop self, right? So the goal for me personally is to be the best being that I can possibly be, not only for myself, but for my family, for my community and for the world. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, we're all here to help raise the standard of life, love, and living for everyone. So do you look for that self-love on the outside of you, on the inside of you? Like, where does it come from? Great question. So I think most people, until they really get a deeper understanding of just life in general, right? You know, we have the ego self, then we have the spirit self, right? Excuse me. And like, for example, we'll see a lot of people, they're out here accumulating a lot of toys. So it's like they want houses, cars, clothes, you know, mates, like certain things to either for their image or to feel a certain way. You know, but ultimately, I think every individual out there is seeking peace, love and joy. You know, even the most hardcore criminal at the end of the day wants to be loved and wants a hug. So. You know, I I just think that. Looking on the outside, all these physical things. They're, they're never going to get you where you really want to be. It's only something you're going to get from going within yourself and tapping in to the knowledge that you are a spiritual being and you're connected to the creative energy that's responsible for everything coming into existence. The planets, the stars, 
the universe, in everybody that you see in everything. So once we realize that we are not independent of this energy, that we're connected to this energy and we're connected to everything and everybody, that self-actualization is when you really learn to love yourself. So if we say that, and I use the term God for the lack of a better word, because that that word did not exist in the beginning of time. So that's that word's probably a couple thousand years old. But when we say God is love and we tap into that knowledge of self where we realize that we are just spiritual beings having a temporary physical existence that we call life, then we really learn that you're not your body, you're not your job, you're not your car, you're not your clothes, you're not defined by your title, you're not defined by any of those things. You're defined by your soul in the lessons that that soul has acquired. So once you learn how to love that, because I always say, if I was to die and come back a thousand times, I would want to come back as me. Okay. And, and, and it's me, the soul, that mm-hmm. energy mm-hmm. that's within me because I've tapped in to realize that I'm not this physical body. I'm that soul. That soul has infinite possibilities and is connected to everything and everybody. Mm-hmm. Now you're tapped in. You're tapped in all the way, right? Let's let's break it down to someone that's not so tapped in. They have not been cultivated in that self-love of spirit within. They have actually been programmed that their worth comes from everything outside of them. So their worth is their job, their title, their money, their house, their car. And they're at this crazy place right now. Because none of that has brought them happiness and joy. So they're trying to figure out, well, if none of the material things is bringing me happiness and joy, how do I tap in? How do I get to self-love that is genuine and authentic and true within? So good. Another great question, right? So... We always say that we we're living within a matrix, you know, and if you could remember in the movie, The Matrix, when um, Morpheus was talking to Neo and he's offering him the two pills. Right. And he's like, you could take this one and he goes, you could stay where you're at and believe whatever you want to believe. You could take the other one and I'll show you how deep this rabbit hole goes. Right. But he told him, he said, if the matrix is everywhere, it's, it's not something that you could really describe or really tell anybody. It's something they really have to seek for themselves. Yes. You know, we could point in the right direction, right? So he says, you see it in everything you do. You see it when you pay your taxes, when you go to work, when you go to church. So these things are all classrooms, belief systems that are man-made and they were made for different reasons right Mm -hmm. so within themselves they're neutral but somebody could take them and create them for evil or they could create them for good just depends on what the agenda is right so i think a lot of us are caught up in these illusions that were given to us like you come out of the womb you're given a name you're given you know, a tribe, you're, mm-hmm. you're given, a religion, you're given a religion and you're pretty much 
inducted into this cult as a little baby mm-hmm. and we follow it and then we constantly like justify why we do and say mm-hmm. what we are because you think about it a name is no more than an identifier mm-hmm. you know it's no different than a prison inmate given a number like 17602 or or what have you it's just something that somebody identifies you with you could have been given any name but you're still who you are regardless of what that name would be mm-hmm. right so you know and also even if you look at say a movie star so the soul is something that incarnates over and over and over again and it constantly refines itself so let's take for example denzel washington one of my favorite actors right you know he, he's played in training day he's played malcolm x he's played in the book of enoch he, he's played in all he's played all these different characters but at the end of the day he's one person but he takes upon all these different characters mm-hmm. The soul's no different. You may come into this life, you're Janie this time. Last life, you may have been Mother Teresa or or whoever. You Mm -hmm. could have been a queen in ancient Egypt. So the soul soul just takes a journey, right? And and goes through all these different classrooms to refine itself. So we're here to refine ourselves. And, you know, that person who's constantly seeking outside of themselves has to stop, shut down all the different paradigms, shut down your religion, shut down everything you've ever learned. And and Jesus was teaching this in scripture, right? Or brother Yeshua, same, same person. That's another story, right? He says that you have to come as a child. So basically we have to give up everything that we believe you know, to unlearn and to relearn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and I like that because self-love is going to look different for everyone. So I like to, to think of it as a process of, first of all, self-acceptance. Because you can't love anything that you don't accept. So you have to accept everything about yourself, the mistakes, the background, your childhood, the upbringing. Um, you have to accept everything about yourself first and foremost. All right. I like to use the example. I was raised by a single parent household, you know, by my mom. I accept that fully. All right. Was it hard? Yes. You know, was there some things that I didn't get? From being in a two-parent household, probably. However, my soul signed up for that, and I accept everything about that. So self-love is accepting everything about yourself and loving all those parts, the good and the bad. And then it's deciding what do I want to keep and what do I want to let go. And that process can take a while. So what I need to love my soul back to wholeness and fullness will be different than what Russell may need to love his soul back to fullness and wholeness because we get fragmented. Like Russell said, Denzel play all these identities. So when he's playing one role, he's turning on and turning off something. When he goes and he plays another role, if he's playing a gangster, he's turning off and turning on. If he's playing the electrician, he's turning off and turning on. If he's playing a dad, he's turning off and turning on. So there's parts that get fragmented and get lost. So 
where Denzel Denzel is playing the role in in our lives, we may it may come from childhood, it may come from jobs, it may come from relationships, and we've lost parts of ourselves and we gained parts that were never ours. So you have to figure out authentically who you are and begin to love that. Love your mistakes. It's okay. Give yourself grace. You have to give yourself love. Give yourself forgiveness. Forgiveness is saying that I have totally given up the hope that this could have been anything different. I accept fully the way this played out. I accept fully that this was for my good. So, you begin to love that and you begin to do the shadow work because the shadow work is also seeing the blind sides, you know, the sides that you can't see of yourself and beginning to somehow fix that because you want to be better. You want those areas to be better, but you can't do any of that looking on the outside of you. So you can't do that looking at how such and such is doing it or how some other relationship is doing it. You have to look within yourself. And communication is important because first of all, you gotta be truthful with yourself. You gotta be honest with yourself. If you're not ready to really look at those hard places within yourself, it's gonna be hard to to knock down that barrier of lack of self-love to get to unconditional divine love because divine love is just that there's nothing you have to do for it there's no tricks you have to perform it is given to us freely and so until you can accept yourself freely and give yourself that your own love is going to be hard to intertwine that divine love with self-love you bring up some very good points and one is comparing yourself to others. That's something too many people do. And I think in this age of social media, too many people are trying to compare themselves to other people out there. Uh, We are all very unique. Everybody has a very unique thumbprint, you know, and think of it is like this puzzle that has thousands of pieces, right? It has trees and houses and skyline. You know, and you're putting this thing together. Each one of us individually are a piece of that puzzle. So all of us make up the whole. So it's another analogy would be we're all like a drop of water in the ocean. Mm-hmm. You know, and say ocean, the ocean is this God body. Each little droplet has the ocean in it and the ocean is in every droplet. So we are microcosms of the macrocosm. So therefore, there's no need to compare yourself to others. You were made unique for a reason. And you have to just know that. You have to believe that. And if you're having a hard time believing that you are love, you are unique, you are worthy, then you have to unlearn and relearn the programming that is running in your background, in your subconscious mind. And I recommend doing affirmations daily and you saying that and you saying it out loud to yourself until yourself accepts it and believes it and now is running in your subconscious mind. Because that's the thing. I think people are having a hard time believing it, believing that, whoa, I'm love and that's it. And I don't have to do anything for it. 
And I don't have to prove myself to anyone. If anything, we've given it up. Exactly. So if you're having a hard time doing that, that's because you are running an old program in your mind. Where the old program came from? Tons of places. Religion, your parents, your job, friends, society. And we are society, right? So it's like you have to stop the program and, and upload something new. And you have to actively do that. It won't just come. You have to say, I am worthy. I am love. Uh, you know, I am here to accept everything that is mine. You have to believe that and you have your soul has to believe it and you have to run that program. So real quick, I want to talk about how do we balance self-love with giving and dealing with people around us? When we're trying to get in our self-love and we're trying to figure that out for us, how do we balance that with giving to others? You know, what? how do we know when, okay, this is my comfort zone, I, I've given, I need to say no, and this is probably for the people that can't say no because they have a lot of people pleasers um, that it's hard to say no. So how do you balance Growing in your self-love and your divine love and placing those boundaries and saying, no, or I've given and that's all I'm going to give right now. Well, I think there's there's several ways to look at this. And, and one of the things I always say is a person can't give what they don't have. So like, for example, if we're talking about, say, love. You know, because I think everything's either rooted out of love or fear. But let's talk about love. A person can only love someone else as deeply as they can love themselves. So it's like, and if they haven't got to that place where they love themselves, place value on themselves, and they give themselves that self-love, it's really hard for them to really give to somebody else. You know, Mm -hmm. in, in our book, we talk about the capacity to love. So if I only love myself 50%, that's all I'm capable of giving to somebody else Mm -hmm. because I don't know anything other than that. Mm -hmm. So as I grow, I get to 75%. I get to 100%. Now I have so much more to give, but when I really, really tap in and I really understand that I'm connected to the creator of the universe that is abundant, and my cup is always full at 100% and mm-hmm. it's overflowing to where I love myself at a certain level that it flows over to my family, the community, and to the world. Now, perpetually, I'm constantly giving. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm giving not so much because I want to, because it's my duty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What about, because that's when you're, when you've, you're you're walking solid. What about when you wobbly? What about when you're, you know, this is new to you and you're learning how to crawl, you're crawling and learning how to walk. So, you know, you, you're a little bit wobbly. I think know that you're going to be triggered. Know that you're going to be tested. Know that there's going to be a time that you're going to have to face that you're going to say, okay, where, how do I handle this situation where I honor my self-love and I have given in my comfort zone? Right. You're going to be tested. So I already know that if, if you are working 
in that area of your life that and you're trying to strengthen that area, you're going to be tested. So you may have somebody that is asking you to borrow money. You've given them $200, right? One time. They come back, oh, I need $200 more. You've given them another two. They come back a third time. Hey, it's okay if you say no. I didn't gave you $400. That's it. No, and let me tell you, saying no to other people is saying yes to yourself. No is powerful. Learn how to use it within your comfort zone. If you've given within your comfort zone, you should be able to say no. And I think that's the balance. It's like knowing what is comfortable for you. Because you could be wobbly and you're just learning how to, to walk in that area. So I think that's very, very important. Know that you're going to be tested and have a plan. Know what your boundaries are. This is my limit. I've done enough. And listen to, feel your emotions. Like if something, if if you're being tested and that test brings you anxiety, it brings you grief, it brings you just, you know, you just start to tense up and feel all tight. That that situation is stressing you out. Take a step back. Don't make any decisions. Go clear your energy, clear your head and start to think, Okay, that I felt that way because I was being pushed beyond my boundaries. And when you're feeling like that, that you are being pushed beyond your boundaries and you have to say no, I've given and that's all I want to give right now. And and also is. Like what we're talking about is knowledge of self, right? So when you know yourself, you love yourself. So like the African proverb, when I was searching for God, I found myself. And when I was searching for myself, I found God. So you're on this quest of refining yourself, yeah. getting better. And Every now, day. now you have people come in at you where they need things and you're still on your way up. You're yeah. trying to get back to zero and move forward. And you don't want to be an enabler. You know, and that's yeah. why I think where the cup is not full, like you can't give from an empty cup. You, you got to wait till you're full. So if you yourself is not there, you can't really give to somebody else just yet. And you have to, like Russell said, knowledge yourself. I'm not there. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I ain't there yet. <laughs> but, but see, that's the whole thing. You know, you try to give that knowledge and wisdom and understanding to another person so that they don't have to lean on you as much. Right. But. You know, another saying that we always say is like people want what you have, but don't want to do what you did to get it. Mm. So that's the whole thing. That's so it, it, it goes back to the analogy. I remember T.D. Jake said something that I thought was super dope. He said that, you know, you teach a man or you could give a man a fish, he'll eat for the day. You could teach him how to fish. They could eat for a lifetime. But if you buy the pond, the family can eat for generations. So it's like the whole thing about spirituality, regardless of what religion you're in, it talks about seeking the kingdom. And it says, Yeshua, Jesus says the kingdom is within you, that it's not something that's outside of you. It's within you. And when you seek the kingdom first in its righteousness, meaning seek knowledge, wisdom, understanding, it's more valuable than than diamonds and gold. When you seek the kingdom in its righteousness, all these other things are added up on to you. So the money will come. The love of your life will come. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff, you become a magnet to all that is positive because it's your birthright. 
Yeah. And it, and it's all about going with the flow of the current instead of going against it. Mm, definitely. We're given free will, even though we're created in this godly image, we're given free will to to take a detour, to go left, right, or to go straight when we're at a fork in the road. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where we get in trouble. But I think when we really dig deeper and try to find the deeper meanings of life, to research, study, you know, to speak with people, bounce ideas, because we all carry a spark of light. All of us if you go speak to 10 people and these 10 people are genuinely trying to better themselves and help other people, you're going to get something different from all 10 people that you could walk away with. You know, so we're all these walking, like think of like a USB plug has all this information on it. Everybody has a different story. Everybody is taking a different path. And like, for example, Jane and I was talking this morning, like, Outside of you standing in the mirror, spinning around, you could only see a certain part of yourself. You really only could see the front part of your body or as far as you could twist your head to see the side or whatever. You can't see the whole 360. But somebody standing there walking around, you can see the whole 360. So this is where the communication comes in. And this is where, you know, we can help one another through communication. Mm-hmm. Like somebody has your back be like, hey, you know, you're, you missed the belt loop or there's something in your head <laughs> or whatever it mm-hmm. is. Like we could all help each other become better. Yeah, it's true because you can't see yourself all the time. You do have to be open to to what others may share about you, though. Big time. If you want to become better. Yeah, constructive criticism is like iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why, you know, even in within relationships, when you have two people who are on that same journey of bettering themselves, not only can they better themselves, they can better each other. Yeah. And just remember, you are teaching others how to love you by how you love yourself. So whatever you accept from others is, is what you're saying, hey, that's how I'm I can be loved. Big time. All right. So what you accept from others is what you are teaching. That's what you're telling others how to treat you, how to love you. So if you see self as the internal God, goddess creator, you and you truly accept that and believe that, then you know that you you are nothing but love. And there's nothing else that really matters. Because once you create from that energy, everything else you can have physically on the material plane is yours to have. You can manifest it all. Exactly. So I think we'll cut it off there. Um, This has been another episode of Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. This is Janie and Russ. And we appreciate you guys. This podcast is all about connecting our hearts with our minds, all right, to awaken humanity and continue to raise the vibrations and shift the world. All right, guys, take care and we'll see you at the next episode. Peace.